Hi, it's Zach Sang, and thanks so much for checking out our podcast. You have clicked or pressed with your finger on our Hang with Brandon Yeri of Panic at the Disco. And I mean, come on, it's Panic, baby. They have paved the way for a whole genre of music. Some can argue and say that Panic at the Disco is better now than they have ever been. So yeah, if you're looking to learn about Panic, get into the mind of Brandon, talk about his you know, bisexuality and how he's into Ryan Gosling, and talk about his Hawaiian mom, you have clicked on the right freaking interview. Here's our hang with Brandon Urie of Panic of the Disco. Enjoy. Zach Sang. Zach Sang Radio Show. The Zach Sang Radio Show. I'd be a great baby daddy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't think people understand this is a punishment. Great. Why would you not want to be a part of this? What? People in nice cars can't fart? What did I do? I'm going to vomit. Vomit. Zach Sang the gang. Brendan Yuri in the studio. Hello, sir. What's up? Yo. How you doing? Life for you is <laughs> awesome, is it not? It's crazy. It's really crazy. I mean, like, let's just soak this in right now. Yeah. Panic at the Disco has been around for quite some time. Yeah. You guys have been riding this incredible wave. You have been on such an amazing journey. Yeah. And one could really argue that, like, your day is coming now. Like, <laughs> what we just experienced in January oh, was yeah. such a peak for your career. I mean, you had the Crazy. best album sales that you've ever had. Number one, beating out David Bowie and Adele on the Billboard 200. R.I.P. That's crazy. That's really crazy. Did you think Death of a Bachelor was going to do this for you? No, no. Just first off, no. Like, you never know what, you know, your album's going to do. Yeah. People telling you like, oh, yeah, this could be good. This could be a good idea. But as long as I was doing, I've always done what I wanted to do. So it's just I never think about it until album's about to come out. And then once it's released, then I'm just like, all right, I take a sigh of relief. Just like, ah, breath of fresh air. It's great to have it out finally. I mean, it's crazy. This album, obviously different from the others, because yeah. now you are the sole remaining member of Panic at the Disco. Right. You are Panic at the Disco. Yeah, I'm the last dude. Yeah. I, <laughs> different creative process. What? Like, oh, yeah. what? Like, how did it differ from the albums in the past? Oh man. Well, it's got to be different automatically, just from going from you know four guys in the studio. Yeah. Like, there's so much compromise, and there's so many different ideas. So like where I would be specific about this thing. I would care about melody. I wouldn't care about lyrics. But now I got to care about all of it because I'm doing it all. It's all so you. It's great. But it's great, though. It's like it's really nice to have that different dynamic change for myself where yes. I can, you know, keeps the process moving, where I can jump from drums or do a lyric or do, you know, it's cool. Any pressure? I mean, you've achieved such yeah. incredible success, right? Yeah. And like, is there any part of you that's like, you know what? <sighs> <laughs> I have all of this under my belt, right? I have really killed the game. Yeah. I've made such a name for myself. I've I paved such a path for this genre of music. <laughs> it's like Jenga, dude. One false move, it could all come crumbling down. Exactly. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Uh, I never think about the pressure, though. It's weird because, like, I guess it comes, it probably stems from the first album. Like, yeah. just starting off that way where we didn't really know. As a band, had no idea what it would do. And then it took off. We were like, wow, okay. So we kind of have to just pick up the slack, started coming up with how do we do a tour? We've only got 35 minutes of music. How do we fill up an hour and a half of live show? So it was like all these things we had to keep tackling one at a time. But that's that's usually what helps, um, tackling it one at a time. But I never... I don't know. Like I never had the, I never had like label pressure or management pressure. Like I, right. I got very fortunate. Wow. In, in the whole game. <laughs> yeah. So wait, throughout your journey, you had no like management pressure or none of that kind of stuff. No. So what's crazy is that you know from the get go, dude, it was like uh, first album. They we did we, so we we had a uh, ten thousand dollars to do the first album. We had like no money, <laughs> and like you know now albums are being made for like a million dollars. Yeah, so like, it's crazy. What would you so do with ten thousand dollars today? <laughs> Buy the chair. Your yeah, ass is gonna sit in exactly. in the studio. Yeah, like ten grand. That's <laughs> my mouse for my computer, bro. That's my special gold plated mouse. 
So like there's, I don't know, there's like uh, there's a little give and take. But at that point, we couldn't even get an extra $200 to pay someone to come in and play trumpet. We had to pay a sixth, sixth grader to come in and play trumpet. And we recorded each note separately. So if you listen to I Write Sins, Not Tragedies. Yes. First single off, first album. We recorded a, a girl who was like, you know, 13, 14 years old, playing cello one note at a time. And we just took them and we like sampled them basically and played it on like an MPC. Like, bum, 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 bum. So we actually wow. did that like by hand. It was really crazy. So from, you know, having all that stuff happen, it was just kind of natural to like never question it and like not worry about. It. I don't know, man. I'm very lucky. <laughs> you were because you were, they gave you rocks and sticks and you made a real fire. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. And from that moment, they were like, we trust you. You're good to go. Mm-hmm. You know what you're doing here with 10 yeah. grand. I don't know why. I, I don't know if they trust me or they're just like, we don't even know. Like, I don't think anybody gets it. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't think they understand it. I'm just like, yeah, let's see what happens. It's panic. Who knows? When you listen to Sins Not Tragedies and then you listen yeah. to Victorious, right? I mean, we're, t- we're talking two different sounds. Yeah. Two different eras, two different types of panic at the disco. Yeah. What do you think when you hear that first single, which, by the way, yeah. paved the way for the genre selling 1.8 million, man, That's back then. That's crazy. That, it's, it's really crazy. Like, for me, I, I mean, I panic. I have panic tour a lot. So, like, we're still yeah. very much a touring band. And so the live thing is a really big uh, interest for me where... That's when it the old songs take on new meaning. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm singing old stuff that's 11 years old in my brain, 12 years old, some of wow. the songs, just having them be a part of me. And just hearing kids sing it back to me just completely changes it. makes it so much better. Where does your head go when you're on stage and you perform Sins Not Tragedies? Like what do you think of? Are oh, you transported man. somewhere? Is it all? It must be yeah. different every time. Yeah, that's that's. it's usually like toward the end of the set. So yeah. if I don't close out the set with it, it's you know somewhere toward the end. So it's usually at a moment where my adrenaline's been been fueled so much during that set that I I just kind of lose myself. I forget where I'm at, what I'm doing. It'll come in in moments and then I'll, (laughs) I'll get hyper aware and I'll just be like, Oh no, 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 no. Then I have to turn my brain off and just be like, just live in the moment. Cause it gets really crazy sometimes. It's awesome. I love it. How often are you touring? Like how how many, do you know how many weeks out of a year? Because like you guys do tour often. Yeah. 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 It's, it's about 38 weeks out of a year, Wow. like nine months out of the year. I'm usually gone. Okay. But it's not at nine months at a time. That sounds crazy. Is it amazing and still surreal knowing that you can fill a venue off of, I mean, like, th- it's crazy. Like, it's it's insane. Like, as I was like just recapping the history, because I remember the first time I watched one of your music videos. Oh yeah, I was in my friend Lauren Chef's bedroom, and yeah. she was like, "You need to check out Panic at the Disco." <laughs> and I was like, "What? what tell me." And I'm, I think I was in like the third or fourth grade. Like, I just, I, I remember, it and I was, I remember watching you be like. What is going on right now? And I had That's zero awesome. idea, and I got so into it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, there's nostalgia here. There's history. Yeah. There's it's almost legendary for '90s kids. I mean, Dan it has like a, a thousand stories where he's connected to your music. Dude, you're the reason I bought a hair straightener. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm so sorry. No, that's amazing. I mean, I, I mean, I tried the eyeliner here and there, but it just wasn't working for nah, me. Like, nah, it was nah. working for you. But that's like, going out makeup. That's like you know, you do eyeliner when you're going out. I mean, yeah, I gave it, I gave it a try, but I couldn't pull that one off. <laughs> yeah, I was confused that's as awesome, a child. Man. You went to go try it. Wait, no, no. After I write sins, not tragedies came out. Listen, look, I, I went to a school dance. Wait, stop it. And are oh, you yeah. about to pull up some pictures right now? Dude. I tried to pull that one. I tried to pull that off from the music video. Now this is I look at this picture and this is just <laughs> class. There is a hundred percent class in this I, picture. This is a gentleman. 
You know what I'm saying? This is a man about town. A gentleman and a scholar. Like you, I'm, I'm guessing you have like spats on your shoes that cover it. I don't remember you what was down what I mean? there. I mean, it was bad. But I mean, you had the straightened hair. You had that maroon red his jacket Dude, on. I was like, you know I, what? I, I, could, I could be him. Yeah, those are very panic colors, man. Exactly. That's solid. Yeah, yeah, we look very similar actually right there. I had a pretty close, uh, outfit pretty close yeah. to that. Dude, that's amazing. You know what's so funny too about the like straightening iron and stuff? I I got that, dude. I don't need that. Like my hair, no, no, your hair I'm straight. like Pan Asian, bro. Like that's my heritage. So I don't know why I was getting this. Like <laughs> my mom's all speaking like some Hawaiian pigeon. Why you make your hair straight? It's already straight, bro. Yeah. Right. I mean, your your history is really interesting. You're of Hawaiian descent, but you grew up in Utah, Mormon. <laughs> yeah. I mean. How was well, yeah, that? I mean, so like, you know, I, I was born in Utah. I was born in St. George, Utah. I lived there for two years. I don't remember any of it. I was okay. just a baby. So by the time my p- family picked up and, and moved to Vegas, I had no recollection. So Vegas is really my home. I mean, that's where, you know, I was raised. I grew up just uh, sneaking out, going to, you know, house parties in the strip and seeing what I could Hell get into. Yeah. It was the best, man. But I don't know. It's very strange. Like, Coming from that world, uh, especially my, my family's religious, like, yeah. you know, Vegas has a huge Mormon community. Uh, and I mean, massive. you look at like uh, the two other bands from Vegas and both singers are Mormon yeah. kids. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Like that shows you how massive it is. So it was cool. Like it was a good community, but man, I just wanted to get out. I think every kid just wants to get out of their hometown. But it know? was while you're in high school in Vegas where panic really formed, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. What, what did your parents think like when you first pitched them on this concept and said, hey, mom and dad. I'm going to do this band. This is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm wearing. Oh, dude. The clothing alone was like, I had to sneak it. I would change in my van. This is real, actually. So I would wear like certain clothes out the door. And then I would have a change of clothes like into my girl jeans. You know what I mean? Like I would have like a tight shirt from Savers, like some thrift shop I stuff. Love you know it. what I mean? And then I just throw on my little <laughs> slip on vans and my, oh my God, my like flared out girl jeans. And it was amazing, dude. But yeah, my parents, like at the time they just thought, oh, this is just a fun thing. Like music's yeah. always been big in my family. They love music. That we celebrate, you know, using music with everything. So the music part wasn't crazy. But when I told them, yeah, this fun little hobby is going to become a career now. Yeah. We're going to try to pursue this and try to tour. They were just like, what? You're going to starve. You're not doing college. What's wrong with you? You got to find an apartment. Get out. Like, it was just crazy. So, uh, you know, that lasted like a month. And then they were like, all right, cool. You guys are fun. This is real now. <laughs> they're, like, yeah, they're like, yeah, this isn't some gimmick. You guys are actually into this. Do you remember cool. the reaction to your first show? Like, what was the first show you asked them to come to? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> like, so my parents, <laughs> so like at this time, right? Like, uh, I don't even know if they like knew how, how much of a potty mouth I had, right? So like all that stuff was hidden away. They had no clue who I really was. Girl jeans and, so, and potty uh, mouth. Girl jeans, hidden. swear words, it's on, parents. Like, it's crazy. So when they came to the first show, we played this place called called The Alley. It was okay. in the back of this uh, place called Family Music, right? It fit maybe like 300 people and they came out and uh, a couple of our songs, you know, a little risque talking about <laughs> a little crazy <laughs> stuff and uh, a couple F-bombs here, some swears. So when they heard that, I was expecting this, you know, blowback of just, we're a little disappointed in the lyric usage, but uh, we still love you. And, <laughs> and just that horrible guilt that your parents give you. But they were stoked, man. They were like, that was incredible. You guys are so great. Wow. It was the coolest turnaround, man. I mean, that must have felt amazing. Oh, it was incredible. Yeah, I was walking on air, man. It's crazy. No better validation there. No, 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 man. To have my parents come full force and just a full 180, like, we love this. You know, you're doing what you love and what you need to do. How crazy is your journey? Like, how often are you looking back? I mean, you've had so many great life moments. I mean, 2013, you get married. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you. Obviously, you know, uh, Death of a Bachelor out in January. Yeah. Moments to look back. Have have you have you looked back at the journey and the life you lived? Oh yeah, all the time. You know, when it usually happens is when I'm hanging out with friends or we go out yeah. to a bar and like uh, we'll be like, "Hey man, remember that time?" <laughs> and it's usually some crazy, like it's really crazy. Some of the stuff is really funny. Like uh, 
For instance, one time we were like, hey, man, remember that time at Genting Mountain in Malaysia where I like surfed you down a water slide? Jesus. Like, <laughs> man, remember that time you like drank a whole bottle of SoCo and we tried to like pee off this hotel and then like a guy came up and opened our door and like tried to push us off the. No, it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it was like crazy stuff. Like, it'll happen in spurts. Like, it, there's so much crazy stuff that happened in the last decade. It was just like a rush to the head, you know? So, even looking back now, it's like I'm trying to get my facts straight. I don't even know if I could tell a story. <laughs> You're five albums deep here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do these albums are they connected? Are they just are they different versions of you? Do they do they? I feel like they ver- they're very much representative of where you were at that stage in your life over the last twelve years. Yeah, or exactly. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, it's totally like for me, each album's like a yearbook. It's yeah, like I can look back. This is where I was. This is who I knew. This is who I hung out with. These are the songs I wrote. This is what I was talking about. Yeah, it's really cool. It's like uh, you know, get nostalgic about that. You know, when uh, Fever, our first album, turned ten last year, I wow. spent all of September twenty seventh just listening front and back. I was like, oh yeah, I remember recording this. Oh yeah, I remember not having money for that <laughs> trumpet player. <laughs> it's crazy. And now, when you're listening to that, are you are you critiquing yourself? Are you are you transported to those moments? Oh, like, man. do you listen to it and be like, you know what? I wish I could have done this differently, or you know, if this was just a little bit higher, a little bit lower. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, like, I, it would totally be a different album if I had redone stuff. You yeah, know? but um, it's it's better to look back and just like I used to critique it a lot. When it first came out, I would listen back and just be like, man. I need to learn how to sing. It was just bad, wow. dude. I was like so bummed. Uh, but now I look back and I was like, oh yeah, that's 17, 18 year old me. It's cute. <laughs> it's adorable. It's ado- That's the best way to put it. Adorable. Yeah. Man, Death of a Bachelor, you managed to fit like stadium rock, Sinatra, gospel, hip hop, dance all into one album and you somehow made it work. Like, how'd you pull that one off? I don't even know, man. That's actually, <laughs> now that you're saying all this stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. No, it's, it's really cool because uh, I usually go song to song now where it used to be like, oh yeah, I got to have this album vision, do this whole thing, which I've done a couple of times which works but this time around it was song to song like I wanted to do a Sinatra song and then after that I was done with that I wanted to do a Queen song and then I wanted to jump to Bruce Springsteen and Journey and like all these different you know stuff that I was raised on stuff I grew up on so it was kind of going back to my roots um, and in the same way of going back to my roots it was like I was writing all this stuff and recording everything so yeah. that's just more fun for me too in the have, studio have you had a vision for that type of music that style of music for a while now have you just been waiting for the right time to release it oh man I've been wanting to do uh, I still haven't done what I've been what I've been wanting to do with like Sinatra stuff I want to do a jazz album really bad crooning. just like crooning yeah, yeah. just full, full croon full Harry Connick you know? the last song on the Love new it. album is kind of that yeah it's like a, it's like a more sad kind yeah. of like uh, giving up this is an impossible year I like ending the album on like a sad note because everything else is just like yeah let's party we're the best <laughs> I was like, like, do you miss your single days? Because I was like, as I was listening to it, and the like, House of Memories, yeah, don't yeah. threaten me with a good time, the golden days. I'm like, this guy doesn't like being married, does he? <laughs> no, man, it's the worst. No, no, no. What's crazy is like, you know what's funny? Over time, I thought it was going to die off. I thought like partying is going to be dead once I get married, like once I get a house and like I just want to chill. And like, yeah, you can do that. But now I know exactly how to facilitate the party that I want because yeah. I've done it so much. And I've gone through all the same different parties. Like, it's just like, oh, you know, now I know exactly who I want to invite, what I want to have there, what kind of animals are allowed, what kind of, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of liquor top shelf, what kind of, you know, it's just like crazy. So I mean, a lot of your songs are based off of parties, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And it's all about you piecing together the evening and putting it all together. Yes. Many a night. Last party you threw. Oh, God. Um, about uh, two weeks ago. How was it? A little birthday party for the, for the lady. It was great, man. Like, uh, I, I do remember up to a point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for Uber. Shout outs to Uber. No, it was crazy, man. Like, um, you know, it, I don't know. It wasn't that many people, to be honest. It okay. was like 25 people. Not, not a lot, but we all went to this bar. We reserved this whole, like, private little thing. 
playing some pool, doing some shots, and I didn't know that there was going to be karaoke. Whoa. So if there's going to be karaoke, that's a game changer. Just know straight up, like, if we're going to go out and, and you don't tell me about karaoke and we show up at karaoke, it's going off. Wow. It's going to go crazy. What, do you, what is your go-to? Like, when you karaoke happens, you, you have to have a song that hits first. I usually do Whitney Houston. Uh, it, it, you could do uh, Dance with Somebody. Okay. Or, uh, you know, Somebody Loves Me. So, I don't know. There's, like, uh, there's, there's different ones you could do. If you want to go, like, a, if it's feeling a little more somber, sad notes, then I go into, like, Frank Sinatra. But oh. it depends, you know what I mean? But I feel like people, like, I know, I have friends who, who are really talented individuals and they're musicians and yeah. we'll sometimes go to karaoke and, like, I'm not going to lie, I'm expecting a level of performance right now. <laughs> like, don't, don't. Me on Give this. me a show. Yeah, I know? mean, like, like you can suck, right? But like, I don't want you to be as crappy as I am. I, like, I'm I, like the bar is set, like not crazy high, yeah. but higher than me. That's kind of the fun, though, right? Like, I mean, that's the fun of karaoke. It's like you can't be too good, though. Yes, you know what I mean, that's like you've got to it. go. It's like if you're gonna go for, it, I try to sing stuff that's way out of my range, okay. so that it's just hilarious. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so I read a comment online. Actually, I wrote it down. And said Brendan Urie's vocal range is bigger than my future. <laughs> <laughs> wow. These kids, man. <laughs> Dude, they say crap like that. Your, your range goes higher than my grades or whatever. It's like, that's crazy. But, but it's true. I just heard it on one of your vines. You have, oh, yeah. You have quite the range, okay? <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I don't know, man. It's like fake voice. You know what I mean? Like you, over time, you figure out like party tricks. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't yeah. know. Like I, I can hit a low note, but that's like a fake voice. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the high stuff, I sing like my mom because she's a soprano. So she's just like, ah! It's like going way too crazy. So it's like all party tricks. You Are know? your parents musical at all? Yeah, very musical. My dad played guitar in high school, sings really cool. well. They both sing in church choir and stuff. It's kind of where I, you know, started. Uh, and then my mom plays organ and piano for church. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Wow. Do you consider yourself a solo artist now? I mean, I get, yeah. I'm, I'm in both worlds. I'm a band and I'm a solo artist. It's weird. But dude. have you ever considered like dropping panic now that it's just you or is, are you panic? No, I've never considered it because it, it kind of happened gradually over time. It was like, yeah. it wasn't even an overnight thing, which I, I assume in the public eye, for a lot of people, I'm sure it seems like, oh, it's just overnight. Now, now he's the last dude. Mm -hmm. But it really was like, you know, a couple of dudes left here. It was like, all right, still got a couple of homies. Like, we'll still make music. It's been like a slow decline over the slow, past few years. It's been a slow little, yeah. And then finally, like, it's gotten to this point. And I never thought, you know, I would say this, but it's it's the best, dude. Like, I love it. Yeah. I love it's because, you know, I love doing the band thing. Did it for almost a decade. That's great. But now that I'm doing this new thing, I'm all about the new thing. Hell yeah. Newer is better. <laughs> is it crazy to you to think that when you first, I mean, you know, you, you met Brent Wilson, right? In mm -hmm. high school in a guitar class. That's right. It, it, they were looking kind of for a singer, but they already had, they were looking for guitarists. Guitar player, yeah. Because they had a lead singer at the time. Right, kind of. That you ended up replacing, I believe, you know, I right. think his name was Ryan or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan ended up ax asking, axing? Asking me. <laughs> <laughs> ended up asking me, hey, hey, bro. Nah, and like, he ended up asking asking me if I wanted to be the singer and I at the time I was like yeah I mean I'll do whatever you guys asked me to yeah. do because this isn't you know I joined up with you guys like whatever you want I yes. just wanted to play in a band so I joined as a temporary guitar player just for a couple shows to fill in for their guitar player and then it worked out so well they're like ah we don't need the old guy back and then you can just stick around and sing I mean wh where do you think Ryan is now poor Ryan I <laughs> he's hanging I just saw him actually the last I saw him was Halloween wow but I texted him Maybe like a couple months ago. And there's no like bad vibe. There's nothing like, oh. I could have been you. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I don't think either of us wants to be each other at all. <laughs> That's, is he making music still? I think so. That's cool. I'm pretty sure. 
I didn't talk uh, in depth about like any any projects he's working on right that's now. But cool. like, we, what's weird too is I guess now like I guess that's weird that we don't really talk about music because when we hang out or we see each other, it's just like, hey, how you doing? Hey, have you seen that movie? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, great, cool. Hey, I, see you later, man. I mean, understandably, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what is he gonna be like? So what what have you been up to? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. like, hey, go I check know. out the charts. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like when you break up with somebody, and you're just like, so who are you dating now? <laughs> it's like no one. Yeah. Yeah, that's uncomfortable. <laughs> Do you talk to any of the other members at all? Like, are you guys in touch? Yeah, yeah. Uh, me and Spencer still really good friends cool i just talked to him actually today he just texted me hell yeah yeah so we hang out all the time quite the journey here death of a bachelor i mean is the bachelor and you dead <laughs> you know dude i don't even know <laughs> like <laughs> listen i love being married but listen dude like brad pitt's married look at that guy he's killing it he's a man about town george clooney's married george look, Clo- look at him look at that dude i mean come on one can only dream to even be george clooney's toe john so. travolta is married but that, you know he's into guys and girls like who cares bro he's <laughs> all about it yeah but you're into guys and girls too i heard exactly dude yeah does it get like okay so how does how does your lady feel about it Oh no! I mean, I'm not like it's it's when people have asked me. I don't. I, last time I was probably asked about it was like a year ago. I think I didn't okay. interview, and they asked me if, if I classify myself as straight, bi, whatever. And I was like, you can classify me as I really don't care. That's awesome. Like I just don't really care. I don't know if it matters because mm-hmm. I like people. You know what I mean? Hell if a yeah. person's good, I'm into that person. If a dude's hot, dude's hot. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. There's <laughs> some good looking dudes out there. <laughs> like, look at Ryan Gosling, bro. I totally make out with his face. <laughs> Would you invite? Okay, question. Ryan Gosling happens to appear in the studio. Yeah. Is there an invitation that goes, "Hey, Ryan, you know, mm-hmm. Wednesday nights. That's the night that Sarah and I we have a good time. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing around eight thirty tonight? You know, I'll com- pop open some rosé. Yeah, come sit by the fire. We'll watch some uh, some Netflix and chill, bro. The three of you. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, I mean, listen, dude. Like, I, w- I want to just have discussions. Yeah, I want to have a talk. I don't want to decide this right now. I can't decide on Ryan Gosling's behalf. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm gonna get to know you first, and then you get the invite. So. <laughs> what's your favorite smells you know what I mean <laughs> I want to get to know this dude. I want to have a connection you know what I mean Brendan <laughs> Brendan Yuri. jeez yeah oh I'm not done I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ask I you know about. you have a list okay. I, got, I do Panic at the Cisco how did that come about you got to perform dude. the thong song with Cisco the like I, I'm actually kind of speechless. Right, it was so crazy. Like we've we've made the what's I think it came from a joke that I made with uh, my buddy JD who works at our management. I was like, "Yo, panic at the city." We were listening to the thong song came on the radio. We were listening to like you know '90s stuff, and that popped on. So we were just super stoked, and we made the panic at the Cisco joke. Cut to you know a month ago, Jimmy Kimmel's people hit us up. They're like, "Hey, we have this really great mashup idea, panic at the Cisco." And I said, "Say no more. Like it doesn't matter in <laughs> what capacity we do this. We're doing this because you know we've been wanting to do this something with Cisco for so long." And then finally, doing the rehearsal was crazy. Like he shows up, and I'm just like, "Holy crap, that's Cisco, dude! Like, and his that's hair a legend." Was white. And his hair was white. <laughs> he didn't reveal it at all. Actually, he didn't take the hat off or anything. He had like a hoodie. He had he was like all covered up, but he came up with super nice. What's going on, man? And then I was expecting rehearsals to, you know, you kind of like hold back vocally yeah. so you don't blow your voice out and stuff. He came out just, yeah! Like he was <laughs> screaming top of his lungs. It was so dope, dude. And like it blew my mind. Coolest guy ever. Nicest guy. It was amazing. Those moments still happen to you where you see another performer or you get a chance to work with someone and you're taken back. Dude, every time. Every, it's like every other artist, honestly. Like I, I, I freak out. I, I got to do Kennedy Center Honors where I performed in front of the president and I got to meet Billy Joel. That's that unreal. blew my mind. Like that's one of my like all time favorite singers and idols. Yeah. Is there like a mutual admiration there, an admiration for them and respect for their craft? Like when you listen to whether it's Billy Joel or listening to the radio today. Yeah. 
How do you listen? Do you listen oh, as, as for with pure enjoyment, or do you listen as more from a technical side? What is it? What yeah. goes on in your head? I can pick moments. I'm lucky in, in the sense that I can listen to a song and enjoy it, yeah. and then if I need to get critical, I can. Then that sometimes it'll happen where I don't want to get critical, where I'm listening to a song, I'm trying to enjoy it, and I'm just like, shut up, self. Like, <laughs> I want to enjoy this song. Like, stop critiquing the production, bro. Like, it's cool. It's good for you. Didn't do it, you know. Shut your mouth. So I gotta like have that inner struggle with myself. But it's, uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I just, I love music so yeah. much that it's just, it's hard to be, you know, too critical of anything. Of I course. hate being too analytical and getting inside my own head. Music just makes me feel good, you know? What do you think about pop music today? Oh, I love it. So yeah. far, it's great, yeah. There are, there's good and bad with everything. Is it cool to see Panic at the Disco make their way back onto CHR? It's been <laughs> it's, a little bit. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been quite a while. I, it, it's just crazy. Like, you never know what your stuff's going to do, and then when it reaches a, a bigger audience, that's just automatically always what I've wanted. I oh, just yeah. want to reach as many people as possible, play to as many people as possible. I just want to share what I'm doing with, with just everybody. And it... And- and it's, it still lives on. And yeah. your fans from day one are still there. Dude, I see people that I've seen for 10 years, 11 years now playing shows. And like, I'll see fresh faces. It gets me excited. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got new people coming to the show. That's great. But then I see, you know, I've got that special connection with fans. I have a meet and greet. I'm like, I remember you. Like, I just saw you like last <laughs> year. How are you? you know? See, that's beautiful. But now we have like inside jokes and we have uh, memories where we can talk about like, that was really great. This was really cool. I don't know. It just makes it more special. It, I was just going to say yeah. very special. Yeah. You know, our Snap Queen AJ is very into you. You want she she's very. You want to come over? <laughs> I love you. Just said that she's like what? And I mean into Bro. you. Yeah, but not not into you like in that way. I mean musically uh. into you. He's very interested regarding uh, when it comes to the music videos. Are you? Oh, what are you? What are you thinking? Oh, you like the videos? What are you doing? What's wrong with you? Yeah, she's stuck trying on to the wire. She's wrapped around these headphones. <laughs> okay. Are you good? Are you okay? I'm great. Okay. <laughs> you got a question or two? I do, and actually okay. Dan Dessel asked a lot of them, so now oh, I'm okay. like, what do I ask? <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you from like an. Actor's perspective. Uh-huh. I wanted to ask you about like the theatrical side, like what your history was, um, if you had any in theater, because uh, in your music videos, you were oh, just yeah. very like on it. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thank you You're very welcome. much. That's awesome. No, so I, I actually I was asked that before, but I, I'd never taken um, I had never taken drama class or theater in school. I wanted to really bad. But uh, I guess I wanted to smoke weed more, so I I did theater craft. So I built all the sets for the guys, like the whole time, just like, yeah, dude, this archway is gonna look awesome. And so I was doing all the stuff for all the plays. <laughs> but I could have done that, and I should have done that. But but you know what saved me is growing up. Like we would always make home videos with my family, and my family's character. I grew up with uh, four older siblings, so two older brothers, two older sisters, and they would kind of like dress me up as whatever they wanted and make me do stuff. Like just uh, That's awesome. all right, act like this guy, act like James Lipton, act like you know this guy. So. We would just be making home videos. And I think that's where a lot of that came from. But, you know, it just came from that love of, like, wanting to act out, wanting to just be rambunctious, create a villain for yourself to play in a video, you know? So basically, like, this is, like, kind of second nature for you. Like, it's innate to just jump in front of the camera and yeah. just be that character. I, th- I, I guess so, yeah. Like, I just, I, I some it depends. Like, I got to get myself in a mood, but, like, you know, once I get, in, you know, sit in the mirror and just, like, you've got this. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, buddy. You can do this. No, it's, it's really fun to just... Uh, Step outside of your shell and like just be crazy, but that's what you, you're an actor. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah that's pursuing. Awesome. Thank you. That's great. Um, singing musical theater. So I also want to ask oh, you about sorry. like you already answered. Um, you said that when you finished the first album, yeah, you were like, man, I really need to better myself. So like, what did you do? What steps did you take to better your your voice, your like vocal instrument? Because you can do anything. Oh, it's, you can, you're like a chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I appreciate that. Of course. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. the the vocal thing. Like um, I so before we started touring, I knew that I had to get some kind of lessons. So I did about three months of lessons um, with this guy named Jeff Skousen. Shout out to Jeff. 
Awesome. And he hooked me up with a couple lessons where he basically told me, like, I can't teach you how to sing. You're just going to sing the way you're going to sing, but I can give you tools to save your voice from blowing out, you know, because you're singing stuff that's out of your range because you guys are writing stuff that's out of your range. That's really stupid. But this is going to help save that voice where you're not going to break and you're not going to, at least it's going to be less times you're going to mess up. Uh, So yeah, it was like lip buzz and stuff like that. You know what I mean? You do the little... Red all leather, that stuff. yellow leather. <laughs> Which is, yeah, red leather, yellow leather. How now, brown cow? So it's like all that weird stuff, <laughs> jaw exercises and stuff. Um, but the singing stuff, I think, just happens over time. Like, I just got, we played so many shows live that I think just over time, you know, singing you so build. much, I just figured out party tricks. And I was like, oh, I can pinch my throat and do this fake high note and, you know, wow. to fake certain stuff to save your, to save your voice. And stuff. I mean, what's the, cr- you bring up a really good point, right? Once you, you do something as much as you've done it, right? You're obviously beyond a professional. They say 10,000 <laughs> hours into something. That's oh, when you that, become oh, a professional. Oh, is that the qualifications? Yeah, that's what I oh, hear. Because okay. yeah, yeah. I, I don't consider myself professional at all. But if that's the qualifications, then, then you're consider in. me. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> you're in like 50,000 times over. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> what's the craziest thing you've learned from this entire journey as a whole? Mm. What's the biggest the craziest? Yeah, um, I would say that the best advice I ever got and the uh, best lesson to learn from me was to just show up because I was at a point like you know first couple guys left the band and like uh, having to take over a lot of the duties of writing and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, my buddy Rob Mathis, who still does all the string arrangements for my albums, and I'll send him a melody and he'll just be like, "Yep, he'll scribe it and stuff." Wow. But he told me he's like, you know, just show up. As long as you show up. Usually something great's going to happen because you feed off connection and you want to you you know have ambition you want to do all this stuff so as long yeah. as you just show up it's probably probably going to be pretty cool. So I, I realized like you, oh yeah instead of staying in my house and being a total recluse it's probably go. better just go just go out and like see people get weird <laughs> you know what I mean get weird with it because that's just yeah it makes it fun. Brendan Yuri, Death of a Bachelor. Woo! The album's out now. Victorious is a single. <sighs> you feeling good about it, dude? Feeling great. It feels right. Yeah, man. Like uh, we have a couple shows coming up. Like. We got a thing coming up uh, this Sunday. Actually, we're doing a, a show downtown, and I'm just really stoked for it. And that's oh, like I think Heather's going to that. Play, uh, oh yeah, you going? going? Yeah. Sweet, Heather I'll and see her. You there. <laughs> that's uh, Heather and her boyfriend are both like. Oh man, yeah, yeah you're like you know, you're yeah. You're also that's going so on weird. tour with Weezer and Andrew McMahon, dude. I, that's crazy. Can we talk about Weezer for a second? This is it's so crazy because now like I see Rivers out and about. Like I'll just bump wow. into him. We we have the same friends now producer friends it's like we i just saw him last week this is a total name i'm dropping this name so hard right now yeah i know rivers so like i hang i hang out with this dude i bumped into him just like hey man what's going on we started talking production ideas which got me more excited for the summer tour like wow i'm trying to figure out um some collaborative song to do with him kind of you know how queen and david Bowie did under pressure yeah and like, i want to figure out something we can do whether it's we cover one another song or we do a you know big that uh, Maybe do a Katy Perry song together. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Is it crazy to think that one you're, I mean, you're cool with Rivers, but also you can bring him an idea like that. <laughs> it's so bizarre. And like he he will actually take it seriously. He'll take it into consideration. Yeah. He's like, like, yeah, that's, that sounds like a cool idea. <laughs> he's so soft-spoken, it's dude. It's crazy. It's He's so, he's the nicest guy, but just so soft-spoken. I'm like, hey, what's going on? And I'm like such an extrovert. I give him like the biggest hug. He's like, oh yeah, that's, that's, nice. Oh, it's nice to see you. <laughs> So great, dude. <laughs> All right, around the room, anything else? Quickly, have you seen Adam Lambert perform with Queen yet? Because I know you're a big Queen guy. I only, I've only seen videos. And I have the most utmost respect for Adam Lambert as a singer. He's phenomenal. And I, I actually want to see them live really bad in person because I'm sure it's just a game changer. It's got to yeah. be totally different. Because I'm actually more for Adam Lambert doing it than... Uh, what's his name? Paul Rogers from uh, Bad Company was doing it for a while. Yeah. Which I don't know if you guys know that band, but it's would, like... Would that be a gig that you might be interested in? No, do you think you could? Brian fill those May, shoes? my phone number is seven zero two. Dude, I would love to. 
If I could perform one song with Queen, I could die a happy man. I mean, you do Bohemian Rhapsody all the time, and it sounds That's, amazing. I would love to do that song with them. Play the piano, do the whole thing. Oh my goodness. I see that. Like, I'm now guys, visualizing the entire thing. Pimp this information out to, to Queen, please. <laughs> uh, hey, I think we can, like, send this out. I'm just oh saying. Oh my goodness. How cra- that would that would blow my mind. I don't even know if I could handle it, actually. I'm talking about Rivers Cuomo, who, granted, is just a phenomenal dude, one of my idols. But to do something with Queen, I wouldn't be worthy. Yeah, you know I, what I mean? Maybe I hear that guy Ryan might be taking that Queen gig. I, is I that what he's doing? I think that's what oh, he's doing. That's why he didn't tell me why he's doing <laughs> yeah. music. He's going on Son of Queen. a... <laughs> he's a real He's busy. doing Queen? <laughs> <laughs> Panic at the Disco what? You know? Oh, man. Panic at the who? Dang, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> Death of the Bachelor is out now. Victorious is a single. Really a pleasure talking with you, man. Pleasure's all mine, guys. Thank you so much, man. Y- you're f***ing awesome. And you guys please, are awesome. Me casa es casa, man. Come ah, on. Muchas gracias. Thank you. There you have it, friend. Our hang with Brandon Urie at Panic at the Disco. Pretty good, right? I love him. Let me know what you think. Zach Sang Show over on Twitter, or just search Zach Sang right now on Facebook. Please click around, click around, not kick around, click around for the rest of our celebrity hangs. Uh, yeah. Hopefully you enjoy them. For now, please be safe. Do not die and don't go to jail. Until next time, friend. Bye.